ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. All across CNY, it's the 315. Here's Brian Higgins. 12 days till Christmas. We have officially entered Christmas music bump season. Celebrate. All right, so we've talked soccer today. We have uh, talked more soccer today. We have talked the ACC with David Hale, and now we are going to turn our attention to the National uh, Football League. Our friend from CBS News 4 in Buffalo is Heather Prusak here to talk some uh, bills today. Always good to chat here, Heather. And um, they're getting the band back together, huh? Cole Beasley's back in town. Well, what, what's going on with all these signings? I, I guess this means no Odell Beckham would be my, my reading of the tea leaves here. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because, first of all, shout out to Syracuse uh, men's soccer. Proud alum. I know you just said you guys have talked about it in depth, but that was uh, really, really cool to see uh, them win a national championship. So shout out to, uh, to those guys. But, yeah, you know, it's crazy because I feel like at this point, I'm not surprised by any player that they bring back. Like, when they bring back, you know, all these guys like Shaq Lawson, and then they bring back A.J. Klein, and they – bring back John Brown. And, you know, I heard someone saying, oh, well, it's Cole Beasley next. And someone else was like, well, no, he retired. And I'm like, guys, I don't rule anything out. Like someone said they were surprised when they brought John Brown back. And I'm like, I'm not at all. Like at this point, I mean, I feel like no one's really off the table as far as who they'll resign. And, you know, given what they're trying to, uh, you know, what weapons they're trying to give Josh Allen in the passing game, especially recently, um, where we haven't seen this these explosive plays like we're, you know, used to seeing from this offense. Uh, the Bills are all in on doing pretty much whatever they can, uh, you know, within the realm of being realistic and not mortgaging their future. Um, but at this point, I'm not surprised at all by anyone they bring back with the latest being Cole Beasley. Uh, yeah, as a Giants fan, though, they are not allowed to bring back Brian Dayball. That is against the rules. So, uh, no no take-backs on that one. The Giants are going to keep him, please, and thank you. Uh, but So, you know, it, it's been interesting here. Like, the, the season started off so hot for the offense. I mean, they're just galloping up and down the field basically through September. It's not quite been that recently. You know, a, a workman-like win over the Jets. Defense was great. Just absolutely beat up Mike White uh, on Sunday, 20-12 win. A peculiar post-game press conference moment when Josh Allen was informed his offense was not good enough uh, to win the Super Bowl. That was uh, odd. Uh, What do you make of the offense right now? Because, you know, the Odell stuff, whatever. But it it does feel like, I don't know what it is, but just a little something is missing right now. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, living and breathing Bill's football every day and interacting with fans, and it's just so funny how the tone – and the expectations have shifted, you know, over the past couple of years because, um, you know, beating a division rival and being 10 and three and being not only first in the division, but first in the conference, um, you know, people would have taken that uh, in a heartbeat, you know, four or five years ago. And now because the expectations are so high for this team and so high for this offense, you know, we, we get into the, you know, we're, we're allowed to be kind of nitpicky here um, because, you know, we're not used to this 
level of play. You know, where fans are are used to, you know, like the game against Tennessee where they blew them out, and you know they're they're blowing out the Rams in the season opener and all this stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's peculiar when we're looking at a game where Josh Allen and this offense goes five straight possessions in the first half without scoring any points. Um, so it's obviously a little. Um, you know, cause for concern. You're like, what's going on here? Why isn't he on the same page as, you know, his receivers and all these, and, you know, all these different things. Um, obviously, you know, the offensive line did not play well against the Jets. I will say, though, like, you know, the Jets, they have a very, very good defense. Like, you have to give them credit. Um, I think fans are just so used to these explosive plays downfield and putting up you know, getting into the 30s, you know, mid-30s and, and blowing teams out. And that, that's not going to be the case every week. Um, you know, there are good defenses in this league. And I think, again, just because the expectations are so high right now, um, you know, we kind of raise our eyebrow being like, well, what, what's, what's wrong with Josh Allen and the offense, even though um, they're sitting at 10-3. and three. And, um, you know, in first place in the conference there. So um, definitely, though, a lot of miscues, um, you know, drop passes. The offensive line was not playing well. Um, Josh Allen just was not on the same page as, as his receivers. It's, um, you know, a level of play that we're not used to seeing. And I just, you know, honestly, I, I can't really put my finger on just what is the issue right now. Again, you know, Quinn Williams was an absolute monster in that game up until he got hurt. Um, I think, you know, sometimes you just kind of have to chalk it up to as cliche as it is. It is a week to week league. And that was a very good defense that they faced there. So um, I think that just because the expectation is, you know, they're going to be high flying and, um, you know, blowing teams out. I think we kind of have to take a step back and be like, that's not going to be the case every week. And, and we do have to remember, and Heather Prusak is our guest of News for Buffalo, that, you know, the Josh Allen thing is great, and he, he's outstanding and one of the shortlist of the best quarterbacks in the league. But before he got on the scene, like Sean McDermott is a defensive coach, and uh, the Bills uh, have been built uh, before they got Allen on, on defense. And their defense has been outstanding, even though Von Miller is now out for the year. It looked like Greg Rousseau really stepped in in a big way on Sunday with a couple sacks. And here comes Tredavious White. Like, Tredavious White was the best player on defense up to his injury last year. How big is it now? Okay, he's back. He was back in the mix a couple weeks ago. He played more last week. Played every defensive snap this last week. He followed Garrett Wilson around and pretty much uh, slowed him down. Like, how big is this for the Bills that Trey White is starting to look like what he was last year? Yeah, I mean, it's huge, especially given the fact that Von Miller is out for the season. You need every single you know, defensive star on that side of the ball to try to help fill the void of Von Miller being out now. And, um, you know, the importance of Tredavious White and what he's able to do and be that shutdown corner and the fact that now three games into his return, he's playing an entire game, um, that is absolutely critical at this time of the year. The fact that, um, you know, again, I I hate to sound cliche and say things like complimentary football, but – it is so important that when your offense isn't clicking the way that you're used to seeing them and Josh Allen is having some miscues and the offensive line isn't playing up to its standard and guys are dropping the ball and they're going five straight possessions without scoring. When you have on the other side of the ball, a unit that is going to be able to shut down an opponent's offense 
and only allow 12 points, that is absolutely huge. The fact that you have them to pick up the other side of the ball and to have Trey White back, um, and also Jordan Poyer. They didn't have Poyer the first time they played the Jets when they lost to them earlier this year. They're undefeated when he's in the lineup. So you can't you know, explain enough just how important he is to this defense. Even just his presence out there is huge. Um, and then the emergence of, you know, Greg Rousseau and AJ Epines and Shaq Lawson, these guys that are coming in to help fill the void left by Von Miller. Um, you know, we knew it was going to be a by committee approach. And even going back to the off season, Sean McDermott did not hide the fact that th- that trio of Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham and AJ Epinesa, those young pass rushers needed to take that next step in their development and I think the phrase was become primary contributors for this defense. Well, now that, you know, Vaughn's out, you're starting to see these guys can really step up and make a difference. And it means the world when the offense isn't playing up to what you're used to seeing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still, the offense, who knows, like any, any given day, they can uh, click it in and go, and we'll see if that happens uh, down the stretch. But they got that defense uh, to rely on here. And Dolphins coming up here this week. This is going to end the run here. It's three games in a row in division, beating the Patriots, beating the Jets. Now here are the Dolphins. Like this was a, a tied division a few weeks ago. Now all of a sudden the Bills have a couple game lead, a couple games clearance out front of the Dolphins, back in first place in the AFC. This feels like a a Saturday night in Buffalo right, Heather. The Bills can slam the door uh, on the AFC East with a win this week. Yeah, absolutely, and it's kind of funny because I was watching the game Sunday night, and Mike Tirico was talking about how <laughs> the Dolphins had like heaters on their side yeah. of the field. It was and it fifty-five was only, like, degrees. Fifty-five, right? And I'm like, man, you guys are in for a rude awakening uh, come next Saturday in Orchard Park uh, when it's going to be snowing and probably in like the 20s or whatever the forecast is saying. Um, the fact they had heaters on their side when it's 55 degrees, but I guess that's going to make up for the fact that it was, you know, a million degrees uh, in Florida when these two teams played earlier in the season and Miami won that game. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a huge game. Um, it's a way to not only, uh, you know, kind of get, get a little revenge from that game, but, to really kind of slam the door shut and, uh, you know, put their stamp on the division. Not to mention, too, not only are they looking at the division, but they're also looking at that number one seed. Right now they've got the tiebreaker over Kansas City. Um, You know, you can't help but, no matter what the Bills do, but also, you know, kind of have your eye on what the Chiefs are doing because the Bills have a lot tougher schedule the rest of the way than the Chiefs do. Obviously, the Bills run the table. Doesn't matter. They get the one seed. So they've got their sights set on, um, you know, not only slamming the door shut on the division, uh, but also, you know, staying on top of the conference and getting that one seed and getting that crucial buy and home field throughout. And how important is that one seed uh, for the Bills? You, you know, you look at the AFC right now, and it, it, the uh, the Bills, the Chiefs, and, and I, I guess you look at the Bengals. I mean, they made the Super Bowl last year, have – uh, separated uh, at least a little bit right now would be my my sense of what's going on, even though the, the Bengals are not leading their division right now and the Ravens are. I, I think most would take the Bengals over the Ravens uh, at this moment. So, you know, the Bills are a game up on them. They're, that Cincinnati game is set net there in a few weeks. Like, it, it's got to be huge at this point, right, to, to avoid having to go to maybe both Kansas City and Cincinnati if you want to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's it's critical not only to just – 
I mean, all the travel that the Bills have had to do this season. But I do think that there's a mental component to going back to a place where you haven't had success and there are bad, lingering memories. Obviously, the Bills the past two seasons, in the regular season, they beat Kansas City at Arrowhead last year and then earlier this year. Um, they, they beat the Chiefs at their house. But in the postseason for the past two years, this is the team that has ended their season the past two seasons. You know, first in the AFC title game, you know, they're one win away from making the Super Bowl. And then last year, we all know what happened. 13 seconds, um, you know, from possibly, or they, they would have, if they won that game, host the AFC championship game. Um, and they lost in overtime. So I think there is that mental component of going back to a place where there are those bad lingering memories. And even though, you know, you're going to get the line from Tom McDermott and the players about, you know, well, that was last year and this is this year and it's a new season and all of that. I do think there is an underlying, you know, underrated part to that um, to just not have to go and play in that situation at that same exact location. Um, so for them to be able to have the Chiefs come to their place, and, if you know, we, we know that the weather is very similar between Kansas City and, and you know, Orchard Park um, this time of the year, to be able to, if the elements are going to be the same, to, to have the comfort of being in front of the home crowd and being at home and not having to travel and not having to go back to that place, um, I think that that is a, it is a crucial part and they've, they don't shy away from how important home playoff games are. And yeah, I mean, a Bills AFC title game there. I mean, that used to be the regular thing back in the early 90s. It hasn't happened <laughs> in a while now. That would be uh, an unbelievable uh, scene at Orchard Park should it come to pass uh, toward the end of January. All right, Heather, uh, thanks as always. Uh, if we don't talk be again before uh, the New Year's, happy holidays, but I'm sure we'll catch up again uh, before the season uh, comes to an end. Uh, thanks again for hopping on. Absolutely. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Stay safe. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Heather Prusak, CBS News 4 in Buffalo. With that, our final break of the program. We'll come back, put the wraps on it, tell you what's on tap tonight here on QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.